0: Come heavy or don't come at all You leave your pieces on, that's your call It never paid to be merciful Come heavy or don't come at all And you're you're right, Stapes. There there was a canceled fight. Uh, Jeremy Stevens was set to fight Dracar Close. This was a fight that I really thought Stevens could potentially win. Um, and to be honest, I thought he was going to win by decision. Unfortunately, that fight got canceled uh, because Jeremy Stevens pushes Dracar Close at the weigh-ins, fractures his neck. Okay, the shove was so hard, he fractured or close his neck. Uh, This just goes into that old don't be a fucking idiot before the fight. Don't get into each other's faces. Your guys are going to fight. What's the point of having that whole like uh, song and dance prior to you're not selling any more pay-per-views. You're not getting more people to tune in for the fight. Um, People were tuning in to see Robert Whitaker fight. And frankly, that was the same night Jake Paul was fighting. So the card wasn't going to even be super, super busy. We'll put it that way. All right, but we're moving on to UFC 261. We're hoping we can keep the uh trend of uh of pop, winning ways. of winning ways uh going. Uh we got a big card here. We got Usman fighting Masvidal in a rematch. We've got Zhang Wale fighting Rose Namajunas, Valentina Shevchenko taking on Jessica Andrade. Three title fights. Three title fights, two uh the two women's belts on the line as well as the welterweight champion belt on the line uh uriah hall will also be fighting chris weidman anthony smith will be fighting jimmy crew and alex Oliveira will be fighting randy brown the alex olivera randy brown fight is not on the main card however it'll be headlining the preliminary card on espn and espn plus look at that Fuck! can i cut a promo you yeah, should be hiring me here yeah. all right let's just get straight into the action um All right, first fight we're going to discuss is Kamara Usman taking on Jorge Masvidal. Oh, we're going right to the title fight, the main event here. You know what? We're going from the main event down. Uh, Don't get it twisted here. We're going to have uh, quite a few plays. Um, Look, here's the thing about this fight. This is going to be a repeat of the first time around. What happened the first time around? Usman took on Masvidal, took him to a unanimous decision. Uh, Really, Masvidal had... The first round was his big moment. He did hurt Usman, that you can't deny that. Um, but Usman took control, used his jab, pinned Masvidal up against the fence, used foot stomps, and just used his uh, defensive wrestling to just keep Masvidal at bay.
1: Um, it's funny, T-Man. I look at these uh, odds, and I see I see 5.50 here. <laughs> yeah, they are overinflated. So that that's the thing. It's actually
0: incredible that when I look at these odds, it makes me want to take Masvidal because I don't think that Usman should be this big I'm gonna level with you Usman has impressed me a lot more as of late in his title defenses but at the same token there the path to victory to me has never been more clear his last fight against Gilbert Burns he gets rocked the first round gets dropped I mean this I had a I had a bet on Usman to be completely honest and my heart sunk seeing this all right um Uzman eventually obviously takes control. I believe he gets a TKO in the third round. Uh, look, his striking is good when he gets going. His defensive wrestling is fantastic. Um, but there's a lot of, there's flaws. He gets hit and he can be rocked. He can be hurt. This is not a guy with an ironclad chin. And it's well documented that his knees are shot. Guy's had an ACL repair on both knees. Um, from all those years of wrestling, he just does not have the explosive base he used to. Uh, it's incredible the level of takedown defense he does have just with his shot knees um but look the, he can be beat so for him to be coming as such a huge favorite that that is a, a little bit disrespectful to jorge masvidal the thing is i really don't see jorge getting this done um jorge will lean on the narrative that he didn't have an adequate training camp last time around um but you know what people who knew what was going on behind the scenes They sort of knew that Masvidal was training for a potential fallout of Usman's opponent at that time. And look, he gets the last-minute call-up, fights Usman on a week's notice. He had a bit longer of a training camp is what I'm trying to get at. Look, Masvidal's a tough guy. I don't see him getting finished. That's what I was kind of concerned about here. Um, Could Usman finish Masvidal? Masvidal's a savvy, savvy veteran. 50-plus fights, um, I think this guy's going to be pretty damn durable. So you know what? We are going to take Kamara Usman to win, but we are going to take him to win by unanimous decision. Normally, a play like that would be a plus money. Unfortunately, it isn't because you know what? That's what the bookies think is going to happen, or that's where the money has been coming in. Um, but yeah, either way, that is going to be an official play. Uh, Stapes, read that out to me. What would be the odds?
1: Yeah, the odds here, T-man, are uh, Kamara Usman to win by decision or technical decision at 1.8 so yeah no that's a, that's a definitely a one unit play for sure you gotta love that one
0: lock that in alright let's move on we are going to discuss the next two title fights uh, Zangwele taking on Rose Namajunas and also Valentina Shevchenko against um, Jessica Andrade okay so here's the thing um, there are three, t- three belts on the line here alright somebody will lose their belt I, I firmly believe that Zangwele is a minus 200 favorite. Valentina Shevchenko was a minus 450 favorite. Zhangwele is more appropriately priced, in my opinion. Rose Nami Yunus has a very good shot of beating Zangwele, especially when you look into the style that Zangwele is a, the shorter fighter who likes to kind of get in and bully her opponents versus Rose Nami Yunus is like somebody who likes to, say, fight with a long stance, use a lot of mobility, is going to be able to cut Zangwele off. She has a great shot of dethroning the Chinese champ. Valentina Chevchenko is another fighter who people have fallen in love with her persona and everything that she is, but her skills, in my apparent, in my opinion, don't warrant her to be such a favorite. My point being that in both of these title defenses, the underdog
1: has a very viable shot at winning. So you're saying Rose or Jessica? Rose at two point seven or Jessica at four point five? one of these two are going to win?
0: I think one of them can win, yes. I think one of those two will win, in my opinion. And and to be frank, I think both of these fights are extremely close. V- very close. Uh, Zhang wei I think this is a fight where she can get outstruck, but still land the harder shots. And at a de- judge's decision, she gets the nod. Because for every, say, two shots or three shots that Rose lands on her, she lands an absolute bomb. Yeah. Which really hurts Rose. Because Zhang Wille, to me has a good amount of power. And power is one of those things where you might not have the same level of technique as your opponent, but it's a great equalizer. This is a fight again in Zhang Wille versus Rose where I see Rose wins the first two rounds and I think she looks dominant. But then as she starts to slow down, when she starts to um, kind of lose her energy, Zhang Wille takes over the fight. The Valashina Chevchenko fight. This is a girl who Valentina has used her wrestling in all of her previous fights. When she can't use her wrestling, she obviously has great striking. But Jessica Andrade is a little powerhouse, so to speak. She's going to be bringing a lot of power. And in fact, I don't believe Valentina is going to be able to easily take Jessica down. If anything, Jessica can take Valentina down and hold her down just because of the level of musculature and strength that she possesses. But the problem I have is that I don't know that Jessica Andrade fights in a very intelligent game plan. I love to talk about him on the podcast, but Jack Slack is obviously an MMA breakdown specialist. He rags on Jessica Andrade for the respect that she could be such a great fighter, but just doesn't have the coaches where they put in a proper game plan to use her attributes to the best of her abilities. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I I don't want to bet either one of these. I'm not going to make an an official play here. What I would suggest is there are going to be people who parlay both these champions. Yeah. I, I would... I would lean against it. Both these fights are a lot closer than people realize. I think if you were going to make plays, I, I would say take the dogs. Um, to be honest, I I think Rose could get it done against Zangwele. I really do. Um, but also it comes down to what Rose is going to show up. Rose has had some mental issues in the past um, where sometimes it just looks like she doesn't show up. I don't lean strongly either way in both of these fights. This is more of a warning that the lines are probably not that accurate, but you know what, if you were going to bet and just bet based on the, the idea that the lines aren't that accurate, I would take Jess Gondraud. And you know what? I'd probably play Rose and I even, I'm even concerned about a distance bet here to be completely honest, because I could see a world where somebody gets finished early. The many girl fights go the distance the, the stats don't lie here. Um, but, these particular women that are fighting do have quite a, a decent amount of finishes. So uh, my point being a long winded answer here is be very careful with betting this. I will not be betting these fights proceed um, with caution. Yes.
1: Uh, the lines may not be as accurate because if you do parlay the two favorites together, T man, the two champions together, um, well, a, and such Sef- um, you're looking at 1.83. So um, people are going to see that and go, Oh, there's value in the two champs there. Um, but yeah, I like what you're saying here. Stay away. Maybe one of those two get, get the job done here. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Let's move on from the top three fights. Uh, we are now talking about Uriah Hall against Chris Weidman. Uh, give me some Uriah Hall. Give me some dog money here. Um, Uriah Hall, uh, Chris Weidman recently come out. He's, uh, kind of stated that he's going to have four fights left before he retires. Um, he wants to get a fight here. He wants to get a fight against a top contender. He wants to fight for the title and then he wants to defend the belt. Um, I think this is a great pipe dream. I don't think it's going to happen. Chris Weidman is really a fighter who he came in and what I think is his 11th or 10th fight, he fought Anderson Silva, massive, massive upset. Um, But then this is a guy who sort of fought the new coming in the middleweight division, which were a lot of the ex strike force athletes, and he just couldn't hang to be completely frank. Uh, And then, you know, he got plagued with injuries. Uh, he's been off for extended periods of time. Realistically, in the past three years, we've only seen him, say, fight three times. A guy who's gone up to light heavyweight and was absolutely murdered by Dominic Reyes. Absolutely destroyed. Um, look, I've had success in the past of betting against Curtis Weidman when he fights powerhouses because he'll win the first two rounds, he starts to slow in the second, and then he gets finished. Okay, Uriah Hall if there's one thing about him, he's, he's explosive. He's got creative striking. He can get these last minute finishes. Uriah Hall has changed his training camp. He's training with team couture. When he goes there, all he needs to do is just train his defensive wrestling. He needs to train his grappling because that was his Achilles heel. His grappling is much better. Now look, I think Chris Weidman comes out probably looks good in the first round. I think he, he will try to grapple with Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall will be able to either defend the takedowns or he'll get taken down. But Chris Wyman won't be able to do anything with it. Second and third round, that's where Uriah Hall starts to take over. Uriah Hall is a live dog throughout this whole fight, and I do think he gets the finish here. So here's the thing. Uriah Hall just has a straight-up win. 2.0. That's 2.0. So you know what? That is going to be an official play. Awesome. Right. Love to hear it. But, 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 but. Here's the butt. We're going to sprinkle a quarter of a unit. Oh, uh, okay? yeah we're going to get real degenerate here. We're going to say on, on the KO, Uriah Hall to win in the 3rd round. Oh, wow. At 13 odds. Okay, you know what? It's just my thought process here is I do think Chris Weidman puts up a great fight in the the first. I think he does significantly so in the second. Um I don't think Hall is going to get the finish in the second, but the 3rd, I think he I think Hall can get it.
1: I really do. Um so yeah, give me that. Um, quarter unit, quarter unit on Uriah Hall in the third round gives you three point two five units look, of profit.
0: I, I think I think that's live. I think that is. It's obviously it's risky. The odds reflect that, but uh, no, I tr- like it, t Man, let's do it. I, I just I have this weird feeling too. Uh, Weidman is just, he's not durable late. He makes mistakes, he gets hit, and his chin just isn't what he used to be. The guy's like 38 years old. Um, his time in the UFC is coming to an end. He was a great champion when he was a champion. Amazing fights with Leo Machida and Anderson Silva. Uh, but unfortunately, this is uh, a younger man's game. And Uriah Hall being 36 is not young,
1: but he's far more athletic than uh, Weidman is at the moment. Awesome. I like it. We got a full unit on Uriah Hall just to win at 2.0. And then we've got a quarter unit of uh, money down on Uriah Hall to win in the third round at 13 odds. So a lot of value there. All right. Excellent.
0: Um, okay, the last fight on the main card. I'll touch Jimmy it. Cruz. I'll touch on it. Jimmy Cruz find Anthony Smith. As a wise man once said. Don't
1: overcomplicate it. Uh, Jimmy Crute here. Um, what are the odds, State? Only 1.5 here to win, but Jimmy Crute to win by KO is 2.1. So you got to look where you're headed here. Where are you going here with the Jimmy Crute? Yeah, It's tough. Smith is durable. Um,
0: as Smith loses this, so in in my opinion, he this is a guy who was a middleweight who moved up to light heavyweight, looked good early on, had that five round fight with John Jones, uh, but really just hasn't been able to really get it done since that. Um, you know, Stapes, one of our favorite guy to bet on, um, Glover Teixeira. I'm sure you remember Anthony Smith fighting Glover Teixeira and looking like an absolute madman in the first round, then Glover taking over. Yep. That that just seems to be the. Um, Uh, just how these Anthony Smith fights go, where he just comes out looking bad out of hell and then just slowly starts to fade away. Um, Look, I'm taking Jimmy Crute here. Uh, Jimmy Crute, to me, obviously a hot prospect in the light heavyweight division. Um, I think he can get it done. Now, in terms of the value really isn't there to bet him just straight up. Uh, If the question becomes, does he get a finish um, or does this fight go to the decision? To be completely honest, I think Jimmy Crute gets a, a finish here. I do I, I do think he, he can get it done. Um, this is something that I, I've been thinking about quite a bit. I've been going a bit back and forth on. So I'll tell you what, I'm not going to make an official play just now. That'll be something I tweet, heavy hitters94. Um, there will be a play on this. The question is, do I take Jimmy Crute by decision or to finish the fight? It, it really it comes down to that. I, I will not be playing Anthony Smith. I don't think Anthony Smith is going to win this fight. Um,
1: now, is there... Okay, so here's a play here or a thought here, T-Man. Uh, is there a... A way you can add Jimmy Crute just to win. Um, that way you, got, you don't got to worry about a decision or a knockout. Um, at 1.5, can he be parlayed with something um, something smaller to get some plus money? Actually, there? you know what? Let You know what? Let's, uh, yeah. You know
0: what? Hold that. Hold that thought. Let's go on to the final fight I want to talk about. Alex Oliveira is going to be fighting Randy Brown. Uh that is the main fight on the preliminary cards. Um, look, give me Randy Brown here. And you know what? It's great that you mentioned this state because Randy Brown, I believe, just as a straight up win, the 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 odds really aren't there.
1: Yeah, one point six two. So, so not uh so not overly great either. Let's just say you parlayed
0: Jimmy Crut with Randy Brown. What are we looking 2.43. at? Two point four three. Yeah, lock that in right there. You know what? Let's make that an official play right here, right now. Um yeah, Alex Olivera is a guy who I actually I bet him in the past. I like Alex Olivera, but um this is a guy I don't think who takes his UFC career that seriously right now. Um, you look at his last five fights, he's only gone, um, sorry, correction. You look at his last six fights, he's gone two and four. And uh, some of these losses you should not be losing to. Mike Perry, for God's sakes, um, went a loss against uh, Shafkat Rachmadov. Pretty sure this guy was a last-minute replacement. Um, he's been missing weight, what seems to be on a consistent basis. Um yeah, I just Alex Oliveira has really gotten away with just the overall level of the athlete, overall level of athleticism he possesses. Um, but you know what, Randy Brown is a guy who has been making consistent improvements in his game. Um, this is a guy who, you know, what he has some losses. Just took a, a KO loss to Vincente Luke uh, a few fights earlier. He took a KO loss to Nico Price um, about a fight two fights earlier he took a loss to Bilal Muhammad but these are big names these are these are tough guys to beat you know Vincente Luke to me is a top five guy Nico Price potentially top 10 top 15 Bilal Muhammad remember the name this was a guy who was fighting Leon Edwards and uh, unfortunately due to an eye poke eye poke yeah unfairly that fight was ended early um no those are good guys nothing to be upset about everybody else they give him he he wins he, he beats, right? He beats Worley Alves, Brian Barbarina, uh, Mickey Gal, Brian Camozzi. This is a guy who makes improvements every fight, and I think his improvements are going to be enough to get the win over Alex Oliveira. So, yeah, you parlay those two
1: guys together. Uh, I like those odds. Um, yeah, make that official play. 2.43, an official play on Randy Brown and Jimmy Crute together. Awesome team, man. I love it. So looking at that, we've made that official play. We've made an official play on Uriah Hall straight up at 2.0. And then the quarter unit on Uriah Hall to win the third round at 13 odds. Um, and then you're looking at Kamara Usman to win by decision um, at 1.8. And, you know, we talked about the uh, the two girl fights and you had mentioned that uh, there could be some live dogs in there. Um, the dogs look good. Um, maybe one, one of the two dogs wins that in Jessica Andrade or Rose. So uh, yeah, good breakdown team man. I like what we see here. Uh, I believe we talked about one, two, three, four, five, six fights here. Um, So this should be a great card here coming into the Saturday slate.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm fucking pumped. And let me tell you, I will admit there might be a last minute official play on uh, one of those two, uh, either the women's straw weight or the women's flyweight uh, belt fights. Um, I'm torn because I have been burnt many times betting female MMA. I'll I'll be completely completely honest here. I yeah. I have been burnt many times, um, so I have a personal rule where I, I try to stay off of it um, when it's high level in the sense that Zhang Weili, Rose Namajun is probably number one and two, Valentina Chevchenko probably number one. Uh, Jessica Andraj is really a question mark because she comes into that division, gets one quick wing over Chuchagian. I I don't really know what to say. Um, These are long-time fighters. I know exactly what to expect. They're not deviating from the path, so to speak, of what they bring on a regular basis. Um, But I'm extremely hesitant. Um, I honestly feel like the play is just to take the dogs because I feel like if one cashes, then you've ridden off into the sunset, so to speak. Um, but yeah, check Twitter, Heavy Hitters 94. Anyways, that wraps up UFC 261. That wraps up the Heavy Hitter Sports Betting Podcast, UFC 261 edition. Um, obviously, let's hopefully have another profitable weekend. Keep riding the wave, so to speak. We've got 15 plays in European soccer amongst four different leagues. Uh, it's a jam packed weekend. A lot of chances to make some money.
1: Lots of chances here. Lots of plays. We've made a lot of plays in this UFC card. Um, and we have a lot of plays, like you said, in European soccer. So check us out, Heavy Hitters 94 on Twitter. Uh, this is the Heavy Hitters Sports Betting Podcast.